0: Welcome friends, you're listening to the Swears and Does Hair podcast for bridal hairstylists and makeup artists looking to take their business to new levels. Here we tackle topics such as mindset, finances, balancing business with motherhood, and healthy strategies to keep your body and mind supporting your business rather than holding it back. I'm your host, Sue Minsky, business coach for bridal hairstylists and creator of the Next Level Bridal Business Program. Thanks for joining me. I can't wait to dig into today's topic, so let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Swears and Does Hair podcast. This week I'm going to be talking about a topic I introduced a few weeks ago called quarterly retreats. And I've gotten so many people who are so interested and excited to hear about this. So if you are one of them, here it is. Here's this information. Um, And if you're not the kind of person who has listened to a past podcast, I think I first introduced it um, three weeks ago in my mental health episode and then kind of talked briefly about it in the vacations episode, Um, although I didn't quite call it the quarterly retreats. I was just talking about vacations in general. Here is what we are talking about today. I am talking about a new strategy for content creation, mental health um, awareness, and vacations kind of all rolled up into one. So a lot of topics that I've been talking about a lot recently um, in the podcast, and it all kind of boils down to this new strategy, uh, which is something that I'm implementing for 2022. Hopefully you'll join me in implementing it for this year as well, even though Um, You know, it's probably a little late for the first quarter because it is the uh, the mid to end of March right now. Uh, But there's still a few days left to the first quarter, but you can absolutely implement it for the second quarter of the year. Um, And this is prioritizing taking um, a mini vacation, a long weekend, uh, any type of three day period every single three months. Okay, so that's gonna be four times a year, which is why it's quarterly. Okay, and getting away alone just to do work. Okay, the the purpose of this is threefold. One, it is a mental health break from other outside responsibilities and allows you to focus on your business, but also focus on yourself. Okay, to be able to get away, put yourself in a new environment reduce outside stress and responsibilities and things that are pulling away your attention from focusing on your benefit, uh, your business. All right. It's also going to be filling up your time away in your vacation cup. Okay. I talked two weeks ago about the, uh, importance of taking vacations in your business. All right. And how it inspires us to get more strategic and more creative in how we run our businesses. And it's retraining our brain to think of how we do things in new ways and forces us to think outside the box and grow. That's how we grow in business by training our brain to look at problems and develop new strategic solutions for them. So, um, these quarterly retreats, first of all, the first exercise is how are you going to do them? When are you going to take the time off? How are you going to put in systems um, in the back end of your business to be able to step away and take the time away? How are you going to be able to put systems into your everyday life to be able to step away and take the, the, the time off? So, that or, or re, or right off the bat is going to start really retraining you to focus on things differently. All right. And then Um, also three, the third thing, um, is, is just time alone. Okay. And being able to de-stress, um, and relax. Okay. So, uh, there's so many different benefits to this. Uh, there's no distractions. All right. I'm really looking forward to having time away from my husband and my kids, even though I absolutely love and adore them. Um, sometimes I just want them to shut the fuck up and go the fuck away. Uh, because my youngest, he talks just as much as I do. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know, I do like to talk. Uh, my husband also likes to talk as much as I do. And uh, the times when he's really exhausted and sleeps in longer than me are like my favorite days sometimes because I can come downstairs and I can have a cup of coffee and sit there on the couch and just distract myself by playing stupid games on my phone and getting emails and stuff like that without him like I can get through a whole cup of coffee without him trying to tell me about his morning. Um, And I love him and I love listening to him and talking with him. Uh, But sometimes I just look at him and I'm just like, I haven't even finished this cup of coffee yet. I really don't want to. I don't want to have a conversation with you right now. Um, So it's nice to be able to just get away and be like, I can sleep until noon and roll over and make myself a cup of coffee. And it's quiet. And I can just be alone with my own thoughts for a little while and see what comes to me. In those quiet moments in the morning when I'm first waking up or in the quiet moments before I'm going to sleep happen to be some of my most creative times. It's when my body and my brain aren't thinking about so many things. It is that morning wind up. I'm not thinking, okay, well, this is all the things that I have to do today. I've trained myself to have a relaxing morning and to just focus on my cup of coffee and my phone in my hand. I have two different games on my phone and I will spend about 45 minutes just playing those games and letting my, my body and my brain and my creativity kind of wake up. And so many times I will pause those and I have a notebook that sits on the coffee table next to me and I'll think of different things and I'll be like, oh, this is a great idea for an Instagram post or this is a great idea for a podcast. I try and put together all of my podcast topics for several months in advance, and I have a notebook and I have the topic of that written at the top of each new page. And in the morning, when I'm drinking my coffee and kind of distracting myself, I'll have moments where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be talking about my quarterly retreats. This is something that I should talk about, and I can scribble down a note. So when I'm sitting here in front of my computer with this microphone in front of me, it may sound kind of like I'm rambling and kind of coming up with things. But I really have I have a piece of paper here in front of me um, in my notebook, and I'm able to kind of hit these bullet points. And sometimes that you—it's it's kind of like why you hear me jump around a little bit where I'm like, Oh, yeah, back to this, you know, but I'm able to get all of my thoughts out on paper. So I'm not just sitting here in front of a, a microphone and being like quarterly retreats. What am I going to talk about? So it helps me to not sit there and be like, okay, I have to do an episode on quarterly retreats. Let me write everything out here all at once. I don't brain dump like that. I let those ideas and topics and things that I want to talk about kind of come to me in these quiet moments. And it's the same thing at night when I'm going to sleep. Everybody else in the house is asleep. You know my husband's snoring next to me and it's just quiet and it's just me alone with my thoughts i can let these things kind of come to the surface because i'm not i'm not forcing them and so being able to have three full days to do that i can only imagine how much more i'm going to be able to get done doing this i am so fucking excited Just to be able to be more strategic with my time and I can sleep in as late as I want and I'm a night person So I am not a morning person my husband um, he's not a morning person either, but he's definitely not as much of a night person as me So usually at like midnight He's half asleep on the couch or completely asleep on the couch and i'm still wide awake and ready to go but I know that and able to, you know, be able to both go to sleep together at the same time and, and go to bed together, which is, you know, just a ritual that is important to us in our relationship um, to, to feel and to, to stay connected to one another is trying to keep our days and nights schedule um, as in sync as we possibly can. That means that I'm going to bed at a time when my body is not necessarily naturally primed and ready to do that. And my mind certainly isn't. So being able to have those couple of days where if I want to stay up until two o'clock in the morning and sleep until noon, I can do that. And I'm listening to my body's natural rhythms and stop trying to force something that doesn't necessarily fit bridal season burns me out really easily because I'm forcing myself into a completely different sleep rhythm on only the weekends. So it takes me a few days to catch back up on my sleep. And usually on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm like a zombie. I'm not very focused on being able to get work done. By Thursday, I'm okay, and then Friday, I'm forcing myself back into a new sleep pattern again, and it after like seven or eight months straight of that, it, I burn out. I burn out really, really hard just because I'm not listening to my body's natural sleep cycle and my sleep rhythms, so um, that is something that's important to me, and being able to at least have three days uh, every month to, to try and at least even if I'm mostly just catching up on sleep, um, that is important to me. Um, but being able to be strategic with my time during those three days, and how I use it and when I use it. Um, I think is really going to be super helpful to me. So being able to get away from your distractions and let your body dictate your sleep and rest schedule where you're not beholden to anybody else. You don't have to worry about what time your partner or your kids are getting up or going to bed. You can do it. And that way you're working when you're most inspired and when you're at your best uh, energetically. Okay. Okay. Um, that's going to help to give you a lot more clarity and a lot more um, efficient use of your time. It may feel like you're sleeping for so much of this vacation, but when you're awake, if you're working at a higher efficiency level, it balances out. It really, really does. Also, just getting into a new location helps give you to a mental reset. Um, it doesn't have to be very far away. It can just be an Airbnb or a hotel in your town, okay? Uh, If you can't completely step away from all of your responsibilities, if you get a hotel room that's in your town, okay, and that is where you go at night and where you wake up in the morning, but you still have some things that you have to do in the afternoon, that's still a baby step, all right? That's still taking an opportunity, um, and being like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to find a way that this works for right now until I can develop a system for being able to completely divest myself of all of my responsibilities for three whole days straight. So don't just put it off and be like, well, I can't do that. Find a way to make it work. All right and take baby steps towards it and then maybe by the end of 2022 you can't take those full three days off so but having just a new location to work in um and to st- to sleep and wake up in kind of retrained your brains to, to look at things differently. Um, and you, you never know, you might get some new inspiration. There might be somebody that you meet in an elevator or in the lobby or at a restaurant, or, you know, you might have a conversation with somebody you may have never met before or, or may have never had the opportunity to meet before, even though they live, you know, in your immediate vicinity. You're putting yourself in a new experience and you never know what could come from that uh, conversation, from that relationship that you're building. Even if it's just for those few moments, it might give you inspiration for something. Uh, If you're at a new restaurant and you see somebody and you overhear a conversation, it may give you Uh, inspiration for a post, if you hear somebody's conversation, or if you have a conversation with somebody um, about weddings, or beauty, you can take that and be like, Okay, well, I have a new conversation that I've had, how can I take that? And how can I write a new caption to give that information that I gave to this other person to more people. So I always teach people like in my my visibility factor, um, Instagram course, I teach about talking To your audience in your captions by telling stories, all right, using experiences and telling the story of how you overcame or how you educated or how you resolved a problem, and those are so much more effective than just speaking at somebody and just explaining something. So, you could talk in a caption about, Hey, I took three full days to focus and refresh my, my my mental health, to focus on my business. And while I was away, I had a conversation with the most amazing woman while waiting for our takeout order at the local restaurant. Um, she and I were having a chat and I told her what I do for a living. She mentioned she was still getting married or she was getting married, but still having trouble finding somebody who was available. And so... I realized that while I work in this industry, I know about timetables and when people should be booking hair and makeup for their wedding, but it's not common knowledge and it really made me aware of that. So I wanted to make sure to share with you, the potential brides out there, some information about what your expectations should be for when you should book hair and makeup. That's a much more um, engaging introduction to the topic, all right? Than just saying, "Hey, if you're getting married in the summer, it's time to be booking your hair and makeup trials now, or it's it's time to be um, looking for wedding vendors." Or did you know that wedding vendors book six to twelve months in advance? That's just facts and you're just giving them to people. But if you put them into context and saying, hey, she's getting married in three months and she talked about how she was she was surprised it was so hard to find somebody still available, then they might be like, oh, yeah, that sounds really relatable. They can put themselves into the place of the person that you're talking about in your caption. The information will penetrate and and make more sense to them because they're literally able to see themselves in that person's shoes. So by putting yourself in just brand new situations and having conversations with new people about what you do, it can really inspire captions. And then you just go back to wherever you're bringing your food back and you write that kind of stuff down and you just... You know, scribble it all out and then later you can come back to it and be like, okay, I have this interaction. What kind of story can I tell about that? And how can I relate that to my business? How can I use that interaction as a way to inspire people to take action within my business? So just having a new location and these new experiences is, um, you know, so, so valuable to our growth as business people. And just also, you know, if you're, you're booking a cute little Airbnb, maybe that is not, you know, or, or maybe your home is not the kind of place where you want to film reels. Maybe you don't have a cute studio and you're worried about your house being messy. And, um, you know, that's why you're putting off filming reels or filming videos or filming tutorials or filming anything and, and creating more content. And you're just focusing on only sharing the finished photos from, Weddings. If that's what your content strategy looks like, just sharing uh, finished photos, you're not putting enough of you. You're not putting enough personality into your marketing. And that's what really attracts dream brides is they want to see you and they want to get to know you. They want to like you. They want to trust you. That personality factor is hugely important in determining who brides hire, it's no longer just about the good work that we do. They want to know who you are, all right? And it's also a keystone of booking luxury clients, okay? If you want more money and you want to book higher quality clients, you have to put yourself out there more. You have to be a selling point and a feature to your business. But if you're not doing that because you're putting all that off saying, well, my house is messy and I don't have time to do all of that. By by getting away, you might rent, you know, a cute house that has a great backdrop to be able to do this in. And then you can film seven or eight reels and then post those over the next couple of weeks until you have an opportunity for your next quarterly retreat. Or you might say, you know what, I really need some new headshots or a branding um, shoot. And you're going to a place that has a really cute um, office space or kitchen or, you know, living room. Have a photographer come to you and now you have a beautiful setting. You can get 30 photos and there's 30 new pieces of content. And just because you have the photos, I mean, you can only use that one photo one time. If you have good ones, you can reuse them. The ones that I had done in my living room are the ones that I use constantly. It's pretty much most of the same things over and over again. I use them all over the place because not only is it a nice, clean, professional photo, but seeing the same thing over and over again, people associate me and my business together and it builds brand visibility and brand trust. So if you're somebody who doesn't have photos like that, now you have a new backdrop, hire somebody, come in and do that. You don't have to do that every quarterly retreat, but if you do it on one of them, then you have stuff to use and you can just do that like once a year. So there's so many benefits to doing this that help to grow your business and help make you more money in the long run, meaning they'll pay for themselves. Um, it gives you free time back later too. Because you're batching all of this content creation during this three-day period, for the next couple of months, you have now gained back an exponential amount of free time to be able to do other things. Plus, the greatest benefit that I think is it is a tax-deductible work expense. It is now a work trip. So you are taking a mini vacation, which is mentally helping you, but it is with the purpose of creating content and getting work done in a new environment. So it becomes a work expense. So here's some tips if you wanna start incorporating quarterly retreats into your business. Plan them during times when it's not as busy with your regular life, okay? So maybe you wanna look at your calendar and be like, when? do I have lulls in my business? I know that there are a couple of months each year where I'm not super busy. March, I'm usually not very busy um, because it is still kind of winter and uh, there's still a potential chance for snow and stuff like that. So March tends to be a slower month for weddings here in the DC area. The weather's just unpredictable and and it's not great. So I know that, hey, March is in that first quarter. It doesn't have to be every exactly three months, just within the quarter. So if March tends to be a good month for me, I could do it in March. Or I could say, okay, in January or February, where my business is kind of pretty much dead, Um, I'm spending a lot of time doing emails and stuff like that, but not as much in person. I could travel during those times as well. I don't like traveling as much during those times just because weather is really crappy. So if I don't have to drive or fly in the snow, that's good for me. But March makes more sense. So, okay. So every March from now on, I'm going to plan a quarterly retreat. Do I want to go somewhere warm? Do I want to go somewhere close? You can kind of start to plan these things out and make decisions, and you could say, all right, well this year I'm going to do it and I'm just gonna stick locally, but next March. Next March would be really great to be able to go fly somewhere warm. There's a lot of um, spring break deals going on in March usually, so I'm going to piggyback on those travel deals during the month of March, because I'm slow, I wanna get away from the cold and get somewhere warm, and it's a great time to travel, it's still in the first quarter, boom. Can't do it this year, but now next year I have an entire year to plan. So instead of seeing it as an excuse, retrain your brain. This is what I wanna do, what do I have to do? What plan do I have to make? What steps do I need to accomplish first in order to reach this goal because this is what I want to do can't do it this year but I can do it next year if I do x y and z all right um and then like in July July is a time when usually there's not a whole lot of weddings because it's super hot and my family is away for um vacation time or spring break and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, July will probably be a good time for me to take three days and get a bunch of stuff done before my family takes family vacations and family time. Um, If you listened to my podcast episode on vacations two weeks ago, I talked about um, how my husband and my sons always go to Boy Scout summer camp uh, for a week in July. And usually I would you know, like totally load up on clients and and book myself really busy during that time. But this year, um, I'm planning on taking a girl's trip. All right. And I'm actually going to kind of, um, break my recommendation here and I'm going to, uh, schedule my quarterly retreat for July this year and combine that with my, um, five days away with my friends Okay, um, but instead of being like three days where I'm like, fuck off, everybody, leave me alone, I have to work, we're gonna kind of co-work a little bit. We're actually gonna you know use each other to be like my camera buddy kind of thing. And I'm gonna have them help me film some content. I'm gonna help them film some content. And because it's friends who are in the same industry as me, Um, I know we, whenever we go to dinner, we have like really good conversations and I come away with a lot of inspiration for work stuff. So that's why I'm kind of combining it with that girl's trip. If it was friends who weren't in the same industry, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and get work done. But because they're, they're in the same industry as me, I know we can bounce ideas off of each other and it'll be a great opportunity to get away, spend time with them, but also fill myself up with a lot of inspiration plus we're both or we're, we're all really like good at um giving each other space when we need it so like if i got to sleep in i know who's going to get up and like make coffee for themselves and like be quiet and give us each our our own space and we don't feel like we constantly need to be with each other and doing stuff all the time we're also um confidently independent and be able to be like hey Uh, I'm going to go walk down to the beach with my notebook and I'm going to sit and and listen to the waves and watch the people and just write a million notes. I'm going to brain dump right now and then we can go to lunch. And then when we come back, um, I'm going to lock myself in the bedroom and I'm just going to voice record um, a bunch of captions based off of the notes that I wrote this morning. And then we can go out to dinner. You know, those kinds of things, you can break stuff up. that way. Uh, again, I talked about this. I think it was in the vacations um, episode a couple weeks ago about looking on Groupon for last minute deals. So that's an opportunity to really be strategic with your 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 budgeting for quarterly retreats. Go on Groupon, see what deals there are. Just look within. You know, if if you want to, even just do like a couple hundred miles, or if you want to be like okay. Um, I want to go somewhere where, um, it has a beach, you know, you can just like type in like Myrtle beach or, um, ocean city or Virginia beach or any beach in Florida or what, you know, wherever you are, you can pick a location and you can look for deals in that specific area, or you can just kind of set a radius based on where you are. If you're like, well, I can't afford to fly anywhere right now. I can only afford to drive and it has to be within an hour's drive. Well, then there you go. You've set your parameters um, based on what you are able to do right now. And then also, this like the similar strategy that I talked about for taking more vacations, block them off on the calendar for the next year. Like, pick one three-day weekend or even like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It doesn't even have to be a weekend. If you're like, I can't take time away from doing weddings. I need to do this some other time. Go during the week. If you have an opportunity, if you have a partner who can be responsible for the children um, or a babysitter that you can hire or something to allow you to take three days uh, during the week, do it for yourself. And if you have to plan six months from now to be able to start doing those kinds of things, it gives you a goal. It gives you an end date where you're like, I have to get shit figured out by this date. Don't just say, oh, well, um, you know, I'll come up with it and then we'll see when I'm available for it. If you don't put it on the calendar, you're way less likely to be able to actually do it. And if that deadline for figuring shit out is not coming up and looming up in front of you, you're going to put it off. You're going to be like, well, you know, it's, I I don't know when I'm going to do this. So when I have a solution, then I'll do it. That's the wrong order to do things in give yourself when you're going to do it and force yourself to come up with the solution. You'll come up with it much faster and you'll probably be way better at coming up with these solutions. All right. And specifically, if you have a lot of dates ahead where you're like, I have to come up with multiple solutions, you know, you're going to really think about it and you're going to get really creative and you're going to you're going to put that work in because there's a lot of things that are now depending on it. Um last kind of thing when it comes to um, Like saving money and just kind of being a little bit more strategic uh, You don't have to worry so much about um, Food and things like that if you're going within driving distance of somewhere you can bring your own groceries uh airbnbs and and places that have uh, a kitchen will help you to save a lot of money that's one thing that i know i do when it comes to saving money on vacations is food food budget when you're spending money three meals a day that can really add up i mean even mcdonald's is like Ten dollars a person now, so that's like an extra thirty dollars a day, and that's just like for really cheap food. Um, and I know when I'm on vacation, I like to eat better food. Uh, so you can cut some back, uh, bring some essentials with you, bring your own coffee if there's going to be a coffee maker there, um, you know, bring something for breakfast or lunch or whatever, so you can cut back on money that way. Um And if you have an opportunity to um, pamper yourself when you're there, it may seem like, well, how is that saving you money? But um, taking time to pamper yourself, I think, is uh, invaluable. Okay, so go get a blowout and then come back and, and batch film some content. All right, so have somebody else come and do your hair or your makeup or hiring a photographer. You, yes, are paying money for somebody else to do something that you could technically do yourself, but you're taking the opportunity to free up your mental space from doing a different task and, and, and putting more focus on just the creative aspect of it, on the content creation Part of it. It's easier to get things done when you're breaking up the task, um, and you'll you'll be more effective at it. So that's just one little thing that yes, you're you're spending money to do it, but in the long run, I think um, makes you more money because you're more creative or more strategic. So um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I am really looking forward to doing these quarterly retreats. I got the idea from um, a a business person that I follow online. And she was like, yeah, she's like, so I'm on my quarterly retreat and I booked myself in this, you know, uh, hotel and it was this beautiful hotel with these like gorgeous views and stuff. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to spend the next three days and I'm going to turn off my social media and I'm just going to film all of this stuff. So when I go back home, I can focus on my, my kid and my husband. And I'm like, oh my god, that sounds amazing. That sounds so good. And I was talking with my husband about it. He's like, well, why don't you do it? And I was like, you know, I think I am. So um, that kind of inspired this week's episode. Um, And a lot of people have been kind of sending me messages like, what do you mean about quarterly retreats? What, What are you talking about? Like, Going away and booking a retreat somewhere, nope, doesn't have to be that fancy, although I would I really aspire. I would love to be able to do that kind of thing um, to like go to a spa retreat kind of place and just be like, yes, yeah, somebody make me breakfast and then we do yoga and then I sit in the sauna and think of my thoughts and become this creative genius. like i don't I don't know, uh, maybe someday I'll get to that point, but for right now, it's just gonna be a simple of I'm gonna get the fuck out of my house. And I'm going to sit alone in an Airbnb or sit with my friends in an Airbnb in a notebook. And I'm just going to uh, relax and I'm going to de-stress and I'm going to let, let all the new stuff come to me. So I'm excited for the growth that it helps to inspire inside my business. If you are somebody who is going to try this or has done something similar in the past, whether you have gone to a spa retreat or have taken even just a day or two off um, and done something like this, um, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. As always, I love having conversations with you guys about these podcast episodes, knowing what you like, what inspired you, what helped you and what new uh, perspectives that you have on the topics that I speak about. So uh, send me a DM on Instagram, at Beauty Collective, and then go about the rest of your day. Have a wonderful day. Hopefully this has lived, uh, filled you with a bunch of inspiration and um, opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel empowered, knowledgeable and capable of handling anything that your business throws your way. Don't forget to subscribe to get access to new episodes as they are released each week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Love today's episode? Let me know. Leave me a review and tell me what your biggest takeaway was from the conversation. Have a request for a future topic or someone you'd like to hear me interview? Find me on Instagram at beautybizcollective and drop me a DM. And if you're hungry for more actionable content to help you grow your bridal business, go to www.swearsanddoeshair.com bookmorebrides to sign up for my free on-demand training and learn how to book better quality brides faster, easier, and with less stress.